In February 2021, a pastor of a Baptist church in Georgia, USA, announced to the world news media that homosexuals and lesbians were welcome to come to their church. This is shockingly against the Bible. To welcome a homosexual and a lesbian while they are practicing sins of homosexual and lesbians to come to the church is shocking. But it just shows that we're drawing nearer to the return of Jesus because before Jesus returns, there has to be a falling away from doctrines of Christ. They have to fall away in some of the churches. In Romans 1, 26 through 28, we read the following. For this cause God gave them up unto vile affections. For even their women did change the natural use into that which is against nature. And likewise also the men leaving the natural use of the woman burned in their lust one toward another, men with men working that which is unseemly and receiving in themselves that recompense of their error which was meat. And even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to a reprobate mind to do those things which are not convenient. That's Romans chapter 1, verses 26 through 28. When we tell the reason for our belief in something, we need to diligently quote the scriptures along with our belief to show why, according to the Bible, we believe something. For the time will come when things get much worse on this earth, that scripture will slip away from us and we'll get to where we don't know whether God really said that or not. Unless we are diligent to keep that scripture before us and tell others the reason we believe such and such and quote the scripture to other people. Sadly, the Baptist Southern Convention did not do that. Instead, the Baptist Southern Convention told the news media that they were expelling this church from the Baptist Convention because what they were doing went against Baptist tradition. They did not quote any scripture. They just spoke of Baptist tradition. If you do this, it is not strong enough for you to survive. For people get to not knowing exactly what the Bible says. You have to quote the Bible as your reason for doing something. There was a period of time when the Catholics taught that if a woman divorced her husband and married another man, it was a sin. What the Catholics taught was this, that it was a sin if a woman divorced her husband and married another man. That just happens to be scriptural. 
but they didn't quote any scripture. In fact, the Catholics told their followers not to even read the Bible because they might get it wrong. And the Catholics said, the priest will tell you what you need to know. This is just terrible. But I've heard this reported by more than one person. There is a very famous American Indian potter, Margaret Tafoya, who told me this story. She wanted her children to study the Bible. So she took them out of the Catholic school on the reservation and put them in a McCurdy Mission School so they would be taught the Bible. The Catholic priest called her in and said, You can't do this. You can't remove your children from the Catholic school. Why did you do this? She said, Well, I want them to study the Bible. Margaret herself told me this story. I want them to study the Bible. And she said the Catholic priest told her, people like you don't need to study the Bible. We will tell you what you need to know. And Margaret said, no, I want my children to study the Bible. The Catholic priest said, if you do this, we will put you out of the Catholic Church and you will never be able to confess your sins again. And Margaret told me, she said, I don't know what came over me, but I said to that priest, I don't have to confess my sins to a man like you. I'll confess them to the Lord. And she said, oh, he got so mad at me, and he put me out of the Catholic Church, and I can't be buried in the Catholic cemetery. I said, oh, Margaret, that doesn't matter at all. What you said was of God, the Holy Spirit. And wanting to read the Bible is a godly thing. Sadly, this Southern Baptist Convention did not tell the scripture to CNN. They just told them in USA Today. They just told them that because of their tradition, the Baptist tradition, this church had done the wrong thing. I have met many Catholics who didn't know the Bible. I had a Catholic friend once, and he was 10 years younger than I. He had met a woman, a divorced woman, that he wanted to marry. But he had been taught in the Catholic church that it would be a sin to marry a divorced woman. But he was given no scripture on it. Since that time, he was born again and was going to a Protestant non-denominational church. He told God this, I've been taught it is a sin for a man to marry a divorced woman. But if you want me to marry Kathy, a divorced woman, have that car that I'm meeting blink its lights. Oh, this is a terrible way to prove your doctrine. You prove your doctrine by going to the Bible and reading the Bible. But see, he was taught in a Catholic church, don't read the Bible. The car blinked its lights. He married the divorced woman. What does the Bible say? Matthew chapter 5, verse 32. Jesus says, But I say unto you that whosoever shall put away his wife saving for the cause of fornication, 
causeth her to commit adultery. And whosoever shall marry her that is divorced committeth adultery. The Bible says that if a man marries a divorced woman, he commits adultery. The Catholic Church had at that point in time long ago, the doctrine was correct on this subject, but they didn't quote the scripture. So here comes Bill 10 years later, who has been thoroughly taught as a young man, as a child, the doctrine that if he marries a divorced woman, he commits adultery. Now he's born again, and he still remembers the Catholic doctrine that if he married a divorced woman, it was a sin. But he doesn't look it up in the Bible. So he did a very foolish thing. He told God, have that car blink its lights, if it's all right for me to marry Kathy. The car blinked its lights, he married the divorced woman. Jesus said, and whosoever shall marry her that is divorced, committeth adultery. See, you have to go to the Bible. You have to quote the scripture when you tell your belief. The church that you're attending has to put a scripture with the doctrine that they profess to believe. You can't just say, it's a sin to do such and such. You must put the exact scripture so that your people will turn to the Bible and confirm it with the Bible and have that as their guide later on in life. I know a woman who was raised Baptist, and she must have heard in the Baptist church as a young woman that if she divorced and remarried, it would be an adultery. She was would have been a young person somewhere in the late 40s, and they were still teaching that doctrine at that time. That's a doctrine of the Bible. She divorced and wanted to remarry. And she went to a pastor. I don't know what kind of pastor. But she went to a pastor and she said, Is it all right if I remarry as a divorced woman? And he said, Well, my sister is divorced and remarried. And I don't see anything wrong with it. What does the Bible say? What did Jesus say? Do you know? Mark 10, verses 11 and 12. And he, Jesus, saith unto them, Whosoever shall put away his wife and marry another committeth adultery against her. And if a woman shall put away her husband and be married to another, she committeth adultery. There are quite a few sections of scripture you can read on this subject, and every one of them say the same thing. If the divorced woman remarries, she shall be called an adulteress. We also read that in Romans chapter 7, verses 2 and 3. For the woman which hath an husband is bound by the law to her husband so long as he liveth. But if the husband be dead, she is loosed from the law of her husband. So then, if while her husband liveth, she be married to another man, she shall be called an adulteress. But if her husband be dead, she is free from that law, so that she is no adulteress, 
though she be married to another man. So this woman goes to the pastor and she wants to remarry after she's divorced. And she asks him if she can do that. And he says, well, I don't see any reason why you can't do that. My sister divorced and remarried. He didn't know the Bible. The pastor didn't know the Bible. She was so angry with him because years later when I met her and she told me this story, she was so angry because after she was born again, she read the Bible and saw that what this pastor told her was opposite to what the Bible teaches and that when she remarried after divorce, she committed adultery according to the Bible. And she was just so angry with that pastor. But we all have Bibles. This is where we prove our doctrine, is by Bibles. And when we believe something, we need to tell the other person, if we're telling them what we believe, we need to quote that scripture where it shows our belief is according to the Bible. We need to do that. It is not nearly strong enough in the last days. For us to just say, I believe such and such because my church taught that. The church is not the Bible. The church are the individuals who believe in God. And to simply say your church taught that is not strong enough. It is the word of God which is strong. And that is what we must diligently quote. Also, we must diligently check the scriptures. The devil came to Eve and he said, Hath God said that you cannot eat from every tree in the garden? That is so twisted. When the devil brings us an idea, it is often so twisted. And when the devil brings a scripture, it's twisted because Jesus said in John chapter 8, verse 44, the devil is a liar and the truth is not in him. He twists things and he brings us thoughts that are twisted. And he will sometimes bring scripture to our mind and twist it just a little bit. You have to go back to the Bible and read the exact words from the Bible and establish the truth. So we go to Genesis chapter 2 to see what God really said to Adam. And out of the ground made the Lord to grow every tree that is pleasant to the sight and good for food, the tree of life also in the midst of the garden, and the tree of knowledge of good and evil. And the Lord God took the man and put him into the garden at Eden, to dress it, and to keep it. And the Lord God commanded the man, saying, Of every tree of the garden of Eden thou mayest freely eat, but of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil thou shalt not eat of it, for in the day that thou eatest thereof thou shalt surely die. The devil said to Eve, Hath God said, that you can't eat of every tree in the garden? No, God didn't say that. God said you can eat of every tree in the garden except the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. This is how the devil treats us also. 
He brings a thought to us and twists it. He can bring scripture to us and twist it. We must go back and prove the scripture by reading the exact scripture. We must handle scripture very carefully. Reading it, the exact scripture. For the devil will twist that which he says because there is no truth in the devil or the children of the devil. Jesus told us that in John chapter 8, verse 44. John chapter 8, verse 44, Jesus speaking to the unbelieving Jews. Ye are of your father the devil, and the lust of your father ye will do. He was a murderer from the beginning, and abode not in the truth, because there is no truth in him. When he speaketh a lie, he speaketh of his own. For he is a liar and the father of it. John chapter 8 verse 44. We have to go back to the scripture and read the exact scripture concerning what we believe. And then when we talk to other people and the subject comes up of what do you think about homosexuals and lesbians? You quote the scripture. I believe because of this scripture. And you quote Romans chapter 1, verse 26, where it says, For this cause God gave them over to vile affections. And if you can, go ahead and finish reading that scripture to explain the lesbians and homosexuals. For the rest of that scripture says, For even their women did change the natural use into that which is against nature. And likewise also the men, leaving the natural use of the woman, burned in their lust one toward another, men with men working that which is unseemly, and receiving in themselves that recompense of their error which was meet. And even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to a reprobate mind to do those things which are not convenient. You quote the scripture in as much as you can quote the scripture. If possible, get a Bible and read the scripture to them. But know why you believe something and know where it is in the Bible that you're citing what you believe. If you say, if a man marries a divorced woman, he commits adultery. Know that that's in Matthew chapter 5, verse 32. Go to that and read the exact scripture to the person who is questioning you concerning your belief. I believe it because it's in the Bible. The Bible is the inspired word of God, says the Apostle Paul. Second Timothy chapter 3, verse 16. I want to build my house on the Bible and what it says. Not on the doctrines of some church. They may or may not be living by Bible. You want to build your house on what God says, which is in the New Testament Bible. We prove our doctrine by the scriptures. We know what we believe and whom we have believed because it's confirmed to us in the scripture. And we know where that scripture is. 
and we can bring it forth when we are questioned about what do you think about such and such. That's the only way that you will hold on. For the devil will try to get you to give your own opinion on something and make it palatable so that the worldly person will agree with you and understand. Quote the scripture. If the unbeliever depart, let him depart. Quote the scripture. Hold on to the scripture. If he's an unbeliever, you don't want him hanging on to you. He'll pull you down with him. You think you'll pull him up, but you won't. He will go down and you will go down with him. And what did God say in Second Corinthians chapter 6? Be not unequally yoked with unbelievers. You're wanting to stay around that person because you think you can teach him? Nonsense. Be not unequally yoked with unbelievers. Second Corinthians chapter 6, verse 14. For what fellowship hath righteousness with unrighteousness? And what communion hath light with darkness? And what concord hath Christ with Belial? Or what part hath he that believeth with an infidel? And what agreement hath the temple of God with idols? For ye are the temple of the living God. As God hath said, I will be in them and walk in them, and I will be their God, and they shall be my people. Wherefore come out from among them, and be ye separate, saith the Lord, and touch not the unclean, and I will receive you, and will be a father unto you, and ye shall be my sons and daughters, saith the Lord Almighty. I move to Colorado Springs, Colorado, in the year 2019. I live in the home of one of our church members. She has a neighbor who's a Catholic. As soon as I met that lady, the Catholic neighbor, she began trying to find out what I think about homosexuals and lesbians. She did it in a roundabout, sneaky way. The second or third time that she brought up the subject, I had been using some tennis wristbands for my broken wrists. They are very bright colors, and they have wide bands of different colors. She came to our house and came into my room to visit with me, and I said, you know what these are? She teaches tennis. And she said, tennis wristbands? And I agreed yes and she said does this mean that you support gays and lesbians and I was shocked why does a tennis wristband have to do with a gay or a lesbian a homosexual or a lesbian I was so shocked all I said to her was no I don't think so but two days later I wrote to her and gave her scriptures and quoted many scriptures on this subject I haven't heard from her since that time. That's been weeks ago. But you see, don't try to pacify them. How can you be yoked to an unbeliever? She's a church-going Catholic, but she's an unbeliever. She doesn't believe Scripture. She's wanting to bring me to her side. She's wanting me to support homosexuals and lesbians. I presented the Scripture to her. 
the exact scripture. I mailed a letter to her with all these scriptures in it showing what I believe. Quoting the exact scripture. If the unbeliever chooses not to be around you, fine. Let him depart. Some people are saved when you speak scripture. I've had it happen many times that I've spoken scripture and that person was born again instantly because that person agreed with the scripture. I've had that happen. My own mother was that way. My mother loved horoscopes. When I was a child, we would go to the drugstore and she would buy the monthly horoscope magazine and read it to me before I went to school. After I was born again, I was visiting her and I opened the cabinet in her kitchen and I saw some Zodiac mugs which I had given to her before I was born again. I took a garbage bag and just started putting those mugs in a garbage bag. My mother was watching me and she said, what are you doing? I want to keep those. You gave those to me. I didn't say a word. I just kept filling the garbage bag. I took it out to the alley to the metal dumpster. I broke the mugs and left them in the dumpster. I came back to her house. I went into the bedroom and I got my Bible and came and brought it into the room where my mother was. I opened the Bible to Deuteronomy chapter 18, started reading at verse 9, reading aloud to my mother. When thou art come into the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee, thou shalt not learn to do after the abominations of those nations. There shall not be found among you any one that maketh his son or his daughter to pass through the fire, or that useth divination, or an observer of times, or an enchanter, or a witch or a charmer, or a consulter with familiar spirits, or a wizard, or a necromancer. For all that do these things are an abomination unto the Lord, and because of these abominations the Lord thy God doth drive them out from before thee. Thou shalt be perfect with the Lord thy God. After I read that, my mother sat there for a few minutes, and then she said, Well, I guess we had better not do that anymore. She was instantly born again because she agreed with God and saw her sin. I returned to Dallas where I lived. My uncle wrote to me and he said, Your mother has changed. She has really changed. That's what being born again is all about. God changes us instantly. So speak the word of God. If they're offended, they'll leave us. If they're not offended and they agree with the word of God, guess what? They'll be born again. Speak the word of God. Speak the Bible. Speak the exact scripture. If someone asks you your opinion about something, and you have a biblical opinion based on the Bible, you need to be able to speak that to them instantly. Paul said to Timothy, preach the word instantly. Second Timothy chapter 4, verses 2 and 3. Preach the word, be instant, 
in season, out of season, reprove, rebuke, exhort, with all long-suffering and doctrine. For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine. But after their own lust shall they heap to themselves teachers having itching ears. They will find some church to go to who will approve their thinking, rather than conform their thinking to the scriptures. This is Antichrist. The falling away from scripture is Antichrist. So know the scripture, speak the scripture, look at the scripture often that to show what you believe, to prove to yourself that this is of God. What I believe is of God, not of myself. Cling to that. For in the last days, the times will get so bad, people won't know what they believe. And many who believe will fall away. Jesus said in Matthew 24, in the last days, because iniquity abounds, the love of many will wax cold. But he that endures to the end, the same will be saved. Grab those scriptures, hold on to them, collect them, look at them frequently. Keep what you believe in your heart by the written word of God. And tell it to other people when they ask you the reason that you believe this. Tell the scripture to them. This is the only thing strong enough in the last days. Thank you for allowing me to speak this to you today.